Here's Stan Warren Luttrell. Hello everyone, this is a brand new version of the Finding Hope podcast. We are now part of Hope University from Rogue Retreat. And as part of the new feature, I want to mention that we are available through a myriad of podcast hosting services such as Apple Podcasts and TuneIn. So, wherever you go, there we are. You can even hear us on Amazon's Echo A-Lady or the Alexa app, if you prefer. Either way, here we are. Without any further ado, let's continue with the Finding Hope Podcast from Retreat. Any further ado, let's get started with the new version of the Finding Hope podcast, which we are now part of Hope University, and that's another part of uh, Rogue Retreat, but I'm very proud to see that we have Mr. Chris Sturkin, who is with Hip Housing. What, what is your title? Let's get these titles right. Yeah, Stan, it's Community Outreach Specialist. That's right. It's sort of sort. You sort of like are are the version of what uh, Mount Vodostraus does because he is community hmm. development uh, leader over at our Rogue Retreat. Okay. So uh, it looks like Stan will be going solo. So I'll get started here. Um, first of all, could, could you talk about? You had something very special happen recently. I think we should hmm. get started there. What can you tell us about that? It, it happened last Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you I was there. <laughs> and it was part of a YouTube thing. But what what was it? Yeah, thanks for asking, Stan. Uh, so last week, we hosted our annual events called At Home with HIP. And this year, uh, our keynote speaker was Catherine Eden, who is a best-selling author of the book titled $2 a Day, Living on Virtually Nothing in America. Yeah. And so what Catherine uh, told us about is how what's called deep poverty developed in America. So after welfare reform in 1996, poverty in America soared. The number of recipients on uh, public assistance shrunk from 14.6 million households to 3.6 million today. Just let wow. that sink in for a moment. And, and of course, it also gets to the populist notion that if you do that, things will change, will alter, and things will, you know, be all, you know, mm -hmm. yippee-skippy, things will change, and everything mm -hmm. will go and develop, and everything will be roses and sunshine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Stan. The belief was that if um, fewer people received public assistance, they would just go find a job and go to work. And the problem with that is that a majority of the households experiencing extreme poverty, $2 a day poverty, are working. Mm 
<laughs> both adults are working already. And the majority of the positions they're working in are low wage jobs, they're part time, the hours vary, there are labor law violations going on, or they're unable to work because they are have a disability or they're mm -hmm. an older adult, um, or they don't have childcare. There's just a variety of reasons why that doesn't work for everyone. A little stat that you'd be interested in is 70% uh, of the blind population mm. are unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a quarter of the blind are homeless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to me, I find that extremely interesting because well first of all we've never this is my opinion mm. we've never really developed a good uh working program for uh taking uh mm. blind people from uh to uh, the employment uh, there have been a lot of experiments but uh mm -hmm. really hasn't lowered the unemployment rate yeah and uh, I, I'm just fortunate that I'm able to be doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. But uh, but what's interesting too is that 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 you talk about is uh, hmm. so crucial to because you have the pop I call it pop uh, populism notion and the. Uh, then, you know, I'm having speech talk to me. That's the reason I'm getting, but you, you have the populism view of things that vary so widely from reality. Mm. I mean, for look, okay. like in your case where you were talking about the, uh, Eden, uh, missing, uh, cat was it, was it her first Catherine? That's right. Okay, I was, I was afraid to be wrong. Uh, had this wonderful uh, discussion. Yeah. And it was really, I think, an eye-opening discussion, if you don't mind me saying that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I agree. I agree. And so many people don't have any awareness. And, of course, mm -hmm. it was great to hear Jackie Spears before that. She's a very assembly woman. So mm -hmm. I... It, it felt like old home week for me because I was originally <laughs> from the Bay Area, but mm -hmm. but I'm still in many ways rooted there still. Yeah, what surprised me about Congresswoman Spears' uh, introduction was that her family actually rented out rooms in their home, uh, much like we do at Hip Housing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I was so, I felt um, so fortunate that we had an advocate in Congresswoman Spear. <laughs> now, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but how did this come about? Uh, how did this whole event come about? Oh yeah, so every year we host a, an annual fundraiser. Um, and usually they're they're big and showy. They they take place in a banquet hall, and we have um, Broadway by the Bay's you know one of their actors 
singing <laughs> um, <laughs> a number and or we have a keynote speaker such as um, uh, Antonio uh, Vargas, um, who's well known for um, a film called Documented. And, but uh, this year, because things were virtual, um, we pivoted and um, you know streamed our uh, discussion with um, with Eden and the introduction from Congresswoman Spear over YouTube. So it was yes. more accessible to people. And what was nice is because I I was able to attend and I, you know, probably wouldn't have gone down there to attend. I mean, you know, it's a, I told you about my adventures when I went down there and, uh, mm -hmm. but it was, but it was fun, but I'm so happy to be able to, to attend in this way. And maybe if we get back to whatever the new normal is, mm -hmm. Uh, maybe the thing can happen where it's both virtual and, you know, going there, so to speak, because yes. it, it was really neat. And, you know, I, and I'm, I'm, I mean, I was thinking about a whole bunch about, because what we're doing with uh, Rogue Retreat is we are partnering with other organizations mm -hmm. and we are basically getting the word out about what they do and or other organizations uh for example like roseburg in the more well in central oregon um, hmm. we're we're going we're partnering with them and they're wanting to learn and their other organizations are wanting to learn so hope university which is the arm that i'm now part of mm -hmm um we're partnering with other organizations and they're going and saying uh they're going and wanting to you know learn mm -hmm. and it's just really neat to be able to uh find and just by happenstance i learned about hip housing because of my affiliation with one of my other jobs at uh, KHMB Radio in Half Moon Bay. Right. So, and so everything, and I talked to my supervisor, Matt, and of course, he's jazzed about what you guys are doing. Mm -hmm. He's very, I don't know whether he was able to attend, but whatever happens, we're just, just really jazzed about being a part of everything. Yeah, and you know, uh, if Matt wasn't able to attend, or if anyone listening uh, wasn't able to attend, it's the the video is um, still uh, there uh, at hiphousing.org/slash/virtual-event, so you oh, can cool. go and watch it anytime. Oh, cool! I think what I will do is I think I think I'm going to grab that video because a lot of times yeah. with um with uh, youtube you can uh post it on social media right and i think that what i'll do 
uh i'm not really good at two doing two things at once <laughs> <laughs> me either <laughs> so, so i will do this after we conclude our conversation and i will share this in fact what i'll do is i'll i'm probably will even do about uh see what i can do and share it with um with hip housing and i mean no not hip housing because you guys have it i'm talking about the <laughs> uh, rogue retreat Thank you so much, Stan. I really appreciate that. Because I think the, the more we can do mm -hmm. to get rid of the stereotypes that uh, the communities have, I mean, mm -hmm. we have a world now that's full of stereotypes. And that yeah, just, it's like a, a, a veritable beehive of activity, not in a good way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah so um is there anything because i think we've probably gone about our 15 minutes of allocated time already <laughs> well maybe we'll get started a little few three more minutes because i'm not really i didn't really look at the time when we started oh no worries which i should have um but so what, besides this, what else, what else is going on? Well, you mentioned, Stan, that uh, we live in a world um, <clears throat> plagued by stereotypes, right? And so part of the work that hip housing has been doing since we last talked is addressing just that. Uh, we want our staff in our programs to be more culturally sensitive. And what I mean by that is, for example, I organized a training for our staff and board members uh, called a SOGI training. It stands for Sexual Orientation, Gender Identity and Expression Training, so that we have a fundamental uh, understanding of the differences between sex, gender, gender identity of our clients and can better serve them and make them feel welcome when they enter our programs. And similarly, um, our staff participated in what's called a Color of Law workshop. Um, you may have heard of this book titled The Color of Law uh, by Richard Rothstein. And it details a uh, history of housing uh, legislation, both federal and state level, in California that created residential segregation. And it's important for us to have that background doing the work we do in housing uh, so that we can rectify that uh, wow. because we still live with the legacy of residential segregation today. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. So did you, real quickly, because we yeah. do have to move this along, did right. you get any pushback? Oh, from like our staff? Or yeah. Board? Oh, you know, is it, is it from a culturally diverse uh, area enough that they embraced it or how, what was the reaction to it? Yeah, our staff embraced it. I mean, our staff was largely shocked because they didn't know about mm -hmm. this history because it's not something you, you know, learn in, in your textbooks in oh, no. high school. Um, 
So they were more shocked than anything else. Um, and so the task now is to uh, undo that the, the legacy of those policies by opening up neighborhoods that were historically segregated to uh, people of color, to low-income people, by renting out their rooms, getting their ADUs built, getting all kinds of um, new housing options uh, built or made available in those neighborhoods. Wow. And that's what we do. We, we open up those neighborhoods to people in, in need. That is just phenomenal. That is really phenomenal. Uh, it's interesting because of this area of the in which I live, we have the same sort of uh, situation. Uh, we have a town near about 40 miles away where in Grants Pass, where a lot of times uh, in, you know, earlier times, uh, if you were a person of color, you had to be out of, uh, you know, you had to be a, a you were basically segregated after seven o'clock. Yeah. You were supposed to leave, you know, <laughs> yeah. it was one of those strange things. It's called a, a sundown. Town. Yes. That's what, exactly yeah. what I was thinking about. I, I kind of figured you would know about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We used to have several of those in California as well. And I'm yeah. wondering because the California has a, a, you know, sort of a, a geographical kind of thing where you have, mm the rural versus the city kind of thing. Uh-huh. Well, this is, well, we've just scratched the surface, but we're, mm -hmm. we're trying to do these things in little shorter bite-sized segments, so to speak. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure uh, that Matt will agree with this. You will be back again. And <laughs> because you. we will have an alliance with hip housing and uh, you encourage the higher ups to get in touch with me and sure. Matt Stan at uh, gmail Stan Luttrell at gmail.com mm -hmm. or it. Matt at roguretreat.com mm -hmm. and we'll be able to get together and as they say make things happen let's do it okay <laughs> And I'm going to uh, stay around for a second because I want to talk to you after I want to stop this. Sure.